Hello everyone, welcome back to the Alan Weed Fight Show, episode number two. Thank you for all the amazing support on that last episode, it really truly meant a lot, and I appreciated all of it. Okay, let's get right into it. Let's start with last week's card, Glover Teixeira versus Tiago Santos. I went 0-2 with predictions that card, and I apologize if you followed any of my advice for betting, because you lost money that night. I It was a pretty good card overall. There's a lot of submissions, a lot more than I expected, for sure. Something I noticed and I really liked was the Trevor Whitman commentary. Trevor Whitman's a genius of the sport, and he added a lot to the commentary crew. With Not that Michael Bisping and John Anik don't know a lot and don't provide great commentary, but Trevor Whitman just added a different aspect to it that I really, really enjoyed. Something I noticed, you might have seen it on your social media, but Ramiz Brahimov. Don't know that name? You might know his ear. This man's ear almost came completely off with an elbow from Max Griffin. That was, ugh, gave me shivers. It gave me shivers. But it was a good fight overall. Uh, Max Griffin ended up winning by TKO from that. But yeah, good fight. That was Brahimov's UFC debut as well. So, what a way to enter the league to make it on Dana White's Instagram. We saw Alexander Robodov this weekend. Look fantastic. He really did. He had the first forum submission, I believe, in the UFC. 13-0 and now. He is moving on up in that heavyweight division. He's gonna be good. Gonna be a uh, contender. I believe it. Okay. Now it's time for the main card. Uh, we started off the card with Yan Zhaonan versus Claudia Gedalia. Yan Zhaonan. Yan Zhaonan wasn't quite able to get the job done during the time, but she did win by decision. Gedalia looked fantastic right out of the box, but I think she has a problem similar to Conor McGregor, just blowing their wad too quickly. And yeah, Zhaonan came back and won that fight by a pretty pretty decisive measure. I think Zhao Nan, I think she's going to fight Yoana Yang Janecek, that Polish strawweight, to get the next shot after Rose to fight Zhang Weili, assuming Zhang Weili defends her title. But I think either way, the winner of that fight will fight for the title next. That's a winnable fight for Yan. It really is. Yoana's a tough, tough chick. It's for everyone she fights. She's a beast on the ground, beast on the feet. She's just very, very good. But I think it's one ball for Anne. If she comes on her A game. For sure a fight I'm going to watch. Possibly on the Jan Adesanya card. Uh, I think Joanna will be back in time for that. If she doesn't have a fight scheduled now. Which I don't believe she does. Uh, Jan didn't take a lot of damage either. Jan, not Jan. In March, that could be a good undercard for Jan versus Adesanya and Jan versus Joanna. Yo- have that fight in Warsaw or something. Give the polls a good a good show. Oh, and that uh Christoph Joto or whatever his name is. He's a welterweight, I'm pretty sure. He's Polish too. Throw him on that card. We'll make a uh like what they did in Australia with that just threw all the Australians on that one card. And they do it with Brazilians a lot too. But yeah, either way, the winner of that fight will either get some Chinese on Chinese action. Or we're going to get a rematch of one of the best fights in UFC history, in my opinion, and many others' opinion, uh, Yoana versus Zhang Weili too. So that'd be, it's a win-win situation if that plays out. Giga Chikadze. Giga Chikadze. He just walked through his opponent. First round KO. Not a lot to say. He's fucking really fucking good. Now, the fight 
best fight of the night. I think it did win fight of the night. Khalid Taha versus Barcelos. What a fucking fight, dude. What a fight. Barcelos won by uh, UD, but it was a... And we see time and time again, 135 has some deep, deep talent. That bantamweight division keeps getting better and better. Honestly, I think Barcelos might be Sean O'Malley's comeback fight. I think Sean O'Malley is next up in line for him. Or maybe Cheeto, that Cheeto Vera rematch. But I'm not sure if Cheeto Vera wants to wants to rematch Sean. I'm a big Sean O'Malley fan. I think Sean will could win either of those fights, but they're both phenomenal dudes. Obviously, we've seen what Barcelos and Cheeto Vera have done. Tanner Bozer versus Andre Arlovsky. Oh boy, what an underwhelming fight! It was it was an underwhelming fight. I hyped this fight up probably a bit too much. Tanner Bozer just had way too much respect for Andre Arlovsky's power, which makes sense. Andre Arlovsky is a veteran of the sport. He's a long, long-time fighter. It was a close fight, I think, but Arlovsky won by a unanimous decision. Yeah, not not much more to say there. Now, the main event time, Glover Teixeira versus Diago Santos. Glover Teixeira won by a by a third-round submission. Santos opened up with a flurry in the first and second round. Teixeira won by a third-round submission. Santos looked good on the feet, but he wasn't able to stay there very long. That's how dominant Glover Teixeira is. I think we forget this at times, because this man is 41 and still dominating people. But now the question arises, what to do with Teixeira? Because Teixeira is the number one contender. He should be up next. He would be up next to fight for the belt if Israel Adesanya didn't want to take that light heavyweight belt. But as he does, and when a star like that wants to challenge for a belt and Dana thinks it's plausible, Dana goes for it because Dana's a smart guy. But what to do with Teixeira in this situation? I think Teixeira should fight one more time before he fights for the belt. Not that I'm saying he needs to. I think he could fight for the belt now. And he might not want to fight again, because remember, like I said, this guy is 41. He's he's at the end of his career. He might be on his last hurrah. You know what I mean? He probably doesn't want to get in there with some killers, but he might have to if he truly wants a title shot after this adesanya Blahovich fight. I'd say he's probably going to fight uh, Rokic. He looked great like a month or two ago. I remember watching that fight. Great fight. And Dominic Reyes, who Champ just beat in a very, very deciding fashion. I think that's what's going to happen in that light heavyweight division. I'm excited to see how it plays out. Like I said last week, Dana White's a very, very smart guy. And he has a great team around him. He's going to be able to figure this one out. Now, speaking of the living legend his, himself, Dana White's Contender Series was on again this week. Week 9. Wasn't as good as last week. Uh, only three contracts handed out this week. Natan Levy, he's a featherweight slash lightweight. He said he'd like to move up in weight. He said he really liked the weight up there, but I think I think featherweight might be a better division for him just because of his size and skill set. I think yeah, he looked like he had a yeah he had a very very well rounded game. Got that sub in the third round. I think he deserved that UFC contract. Now second one, Nicholas Mata, this tough motherfucker from Brazil. Holy shit. He called himself a Brazilian warrior, a Brazilian guerrilla. This guy's fucking everything. He beat, in not unarguably, fight of the night, uh, Joseph Lowry, who is from my home state, 
Pennsylvania. He's from Philly. I am a big fan of Joe Lowry. This was his second time on the Contender Series. And this guy refused to go down all night. Heart of a fucking... He has a heart of a lion. Holy shit. He's just... And Mata was just piecing him apart. I think Lowry's going to be back. I really do. But Mata, Mata won tonight. He won that night. Not tonight. He won that night. In a pretty deciding fashion. Absolutely. Now, the one that impressed me the most, this Brazilian badass, Luana Pinheiro. A judo black belt who didn't go to the ground once. People are calling her the next Ronda Rousey, and I think deservingly so. Those are some big-ass shoes to fill, but I think she's got the ability, she's got the skill set to fill them. The judo black belt, obviously. The fucking violence on the feet. Just pure pure violence. I'd encourage you to go watch that fight. Just experience greatness. I think that strawweight division is a real real scary up-and-comer and that Pinheiro, someone to for sure watch out for. The main event was Mario Sosa versus the Iron Pole. I'm gonna call him the Iron Pole because I'm not quite sure how to pronounce his name. It's a whole lot of letters. It was truly a shitty decision. By the judges, Sosa got the win. The Iron Pole's going to come back to the Contender Series, and he's going to be in the UFC. And he's going to be at, back in the UFC. I don't I don't see why he wouldn't be. Can we talk about how awesome Paul Felder is? Truly. Taking a fight against a scary motherfucker from Brazil, Rafael dos Santos. This guy, another Philly guy, another Pennsylvania, tough guy. He took this fight on less than a week's notice. He took a fight against Rafael Dos Santos on a five-day notice. Let me say it again if you didn't quite catch that. Five-day notice against Rafael Dos Santos, who's had a full camp and was going to fight Islam Makachev, someone from Khabib's camp. Right now, Vegas has Dos Santos as a slim minus 170 favorite and Felder as a plus 150 underdog. Vegas has it close, and I do too. I think Paul Felder is such a smart fighter. He knows the game so well. And nothing against Dos Santos. I want, I want Felder to win just because of the story. He took this fight on five days' notice. If he can come in and grab that win... That'd be great. I think that'd be great for Felder. Now, an unbiased opinion, I again, I think Felder has it. Just such a smart veteran and has so much, so much talent. So if you're looking for a prediction for next week, there it is. There's not a lot going on on the main card besides that. But yeah, in other news, Kevin Holland is fighting one more time this year. This, he is coming in late against Jack Hermanson, which I'm pretty sure Darren Till was his original partner. Kevin Holland is filling in for him. Once again. This will be Kevin Holland's fourth fight this year. Holy shit. This is a big step up for Kevin, I think. And I think Kevin can handle it. Uh, Hermanson is currently ranked number four for context, and Kevin Holland's unranked still. I think Holland has some great talent. We've seen that. 
slammed a guy and ended his career last fight. Now, speed of recovery for Charlie, his last opponent. I wish the best for him and nothing but the best. But he slammed him on his head and hurt his neck. That's crazy power. It's going to be a good fight. For sure one I'm going to tune in for. Not that there's a lot of fights I don't tune in for. But yeah, I think Kevin has the absolute ability to beat him. And he's he has shown that time and time again. In some other news, it seems like Connor and Dustin, Connor McGregor and Dustin Poirier, have finally signed the contract for January. And oh boy, I, like most humans, are getting even more excited for this fight. As more news comes out, I will make sure to let you guys know. All in all, it was a very good week for the sport. If y'all see anything I didn't cover, be sure to let me know. Thank you guys for listening. I really, really appreciate it. And while you're thinking of it, go ahead and give give this podcast a follow. Share it if you please. You can follow me on my socials, Twitter at AllenWeed10, Instagram at A.Weed1, and Snapchat at A.Weed with three E's. I hope you all have a wonderful day, and I will see you next time.